morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on wherever you are connecting from at this moment, I welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, dear Esther Sister Walker, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. God bless you so much, ma'am. Esteemed family, right away, we'll be praying for the security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Today, esteemed family, we are interceding, especially for the military and security personnel who are in the forefront of conflict areas. Esteemed family, we are also gonna be praying for um for the for military and personnel and security agents who are currently involved in the search and rescue going on in Syria and in Turkey. We're gonna decree and declare that the lives of these men are not at risk. Though they put the lives at risk in service to humanity, but we're gonna pray that they are preserved of the Lord, that the Lord keeps them in perfect peace and that God keeps them safe for the sake of their loved ones, their children, their spouse, their family. We're going to pray that no plans of the enemies come to prevail over the lives of these men and women. We're going to decree and declare that there is no spy, there is no wicked and unreasonable men or women hidden within their ranks who will perpetrate any sort of wickedness against these men and women. Esteemed family, we're gonna decree and declare that even as these women and women, even as these men and women, you know, keep going down into the rubbles of the earthquake, you know, keep going down in order to save people, that they do not tire out, that they do not, they have the wisdom of God at work in them to make the right decisions, that they do not get confused at instructions, and that the instructions given to them are not thwarted by wicked and unreasonable men in order to cause more pain and misery. Esteemed family, wherever you are right now, unmute your mics and begin to pray for the safety, for the peace, for the security of these men and women, even as they work and they, even as they, even as they carry out instructions and others in their service to humanity. Arakala Prakazoko Karabazun Karabaseki, Rapa, <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the military bodies and security agencies of the nations of the world. Father, we thank you, O God, because you have kept in perfect peace these men and women, O God. Father, O God, you have not allowed them to be ensnared in any trap, O God, set by wicked and unreasonable men. Father, in the name of Jesus, we proclaim your peace upon them, O God. We proclaim your peace upon them, O God. As your word tells us in Exodus 14, 13 and 14, you know, you said to your people, do not be afraid, be brave be brave you will see how the lord will save you today father oh god we decree oh god that these men and women are brave they are brave and they are safe oh god especially those of them who are involved in the search and rescue missions out there in Syria and in Turkey who are going down every day into the rubbles, oh God, to rescue people. Father, oh God, we decree and we declare that these men are not exposed to any sort of toxic gas. They are not exposed to any sort of contamination. Father, we decree by your spirit, oh God, Father, that you keep them, you keep them in your perfect peace, oh God. Father, oh God, we decree, oh God, by your spirit, oh God, they do not receive instructions that will be detrimental to their life. Father, oh God, we decree that they are not used, oh God, in any sort of power play or power tussle, oh God, by any leader or leaders or group of people, oh God, we decree and we declare that anyone among them, oh God, who is involved currently in peacekeeping missions, oh God, in Ukraine 
around the nations of the world who are in forefront of conflict areas by your spirit, King of glory. We decree, oh God, Oh, your spirit goes with them. Oh, your spirit goes with them. Oh, they are safe in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father. Because we know that the military bodies and security agents of nations of the world, Father, oh God, even our police using endurance the point of contact our police our military men further as they gear up for the coming for this forthcoming elections oh god father they are safe they are safe they are not used oh god as instrument of to, to cause disorder to cause pain oh god to invade and seize the peace of our country, for that they will not be used, oh God, to set Nigerians against themselves. We will not have what happened in answers. No more by the tokens of your spirit, oh God. Father, oh God, we decree, oh God, and we halt every agenda of the enemy to use these men against the people that they ought to protect. Father, we Put a stop to it by your spirit. We resist every plan, oh God, and we cut them not to happen. We cut them down and restrain the forces and manipulations of darkness and the cohorts of Satan. King of glory, you are king and you reign supreme and eternal. No man dares to challenge your supremacy and your sovereignty over your people. Oh, thank you, oh God, because we know that these men and women are safe. They are safe. They are safe. They are safe in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, glory, glory to God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Right away, esteemed family, we will be going to our second session of intercessory prayer. And um, today we are praying for, just um, give me, one minute. We're praying for the country of um, Madagascar. Madagascar will be having her national elections between December. Okay, just them. Just them. Okay. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. On November 7th, and December 19th, the people of Madagascar will be called upon to go to the polls to elect their next president. This election is of particular importance since nearly all presidential elections held in the country since it gained independence in 1960 have led to protest and post-electoral crisis. Only the elections of 1993 and 1996 and 2023 will ever be recorded, you know, so far to have relatively calm atmosphere of peace and prosperity, especially in this 2023. It will be the most ever recorded yet to have peace, to have calm, and to have elected a man after God's own heart. 
This upcoming election will serve as a litmus test to see to what extent the island nation has managed to establish a peaceful rule of law, especially since the High Constitutional Court has approved 36 candidates, including former President Dide Ratsaaka, okay, and where the number of them, as well as the current president, oh my God, sorry, pardon me to not pronounce that name. Some Malgasi say that they are somewhat lukewarm about the idea of seeing these former presidents and the current head of states participating in this election. They say they want change. Ah, and they have it today. They want to see renewal of political class and new phases. But paradoxically, the plethora of candidates also engages them, even though many do not know the new candidates. Esteemed family, we are right to we are going to be praying for the Republic of Madagascar. You know, this is one prayer that we cannot afford to mute and just, you know, pray in a calm and um, in not somewhat committed attitude. You know, it's, it's not the same when you put on your status, God heal the world. It's not the same when you actually pray. You know, some people are very good at it. You know, they put it up on their status. God healed the world. God do this one. God do that one. It's not prayer, actually. You know, I don't, I don't know if God reads WhatsApp, WhatsApp status. I'm not, I'm not sure he does, but, you know. It's time to pray. And we're going to be praying especially for the Republic of Madagascar. We're going to decree that in this upcoming November 7th, and December 19th election of their next president, that a David is raised for this people. We are gonna decree and declare that it, is, it will never be business as usual anymore. There is something that is gonna happen in Madagascar that will, you know, that will turn the the hands and the patterns of time. There is something that will happen in Madagascar that will cause the people to say of a truth, there is only one living God, the creator of the heaven and the universe who gave his son because he loves them so much. They are going to come into a perfect alignment of God's will and purposes, his intent and his plans for these people. We're going to decree today. It is not a man that the people want. It is not a man that international actors want, but a man who is yielded to the impulses of the spirit of God. A man anointed for justice, equity, righteousness, and grace. A man who fears the Lord. A man who hears the Lord, a man who moves by the spirit of the living God, a man who will carry out only God's instruction for the people of Madagascar. Esteemed family, wherever you are, be not among those who will finally put up on their statues, God healed the world, yet you've done nothing. Or mute your mic and begin to intercede fervently for this nation. Since 1960, no peace, no peace, 
no peace. Decree that there will not be one recorded electoral crisis in this election. There will be no post-electoral crisis or post-electoral protests. Mali Tobo Shadabaya. We must Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father, because we know in it will go down in history that in 2023, the government of heaven came down on Madagascar. Angels came down to Mandipos. Kalabos 
Oh, your peace is poured out upon every young person in Madagascar today. And we insist upon this tabernacle today. We cut down, oh God, every form of restiveness, violence, deception, and anarchy. Anything, oh God, every form of electoral fraud or manipulation of electoral process to manipulate this election. Father, today we say no, never, never will it happen again in Madagascar. Thank you, King of glory. Thank you, O God. Hallowed be thy name, O God. Thy kingdom is come and your will is done in Madagascar. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being a part of the intercessory prayers for today. Thank you for praying. Thank you for praying. Thank you for praying. God bless your labor of love. And I want to thank also dear esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity and the esteemed prayer team. Thank you all for the opportunity. God bless you all. And I will now hand over to dear esteemed Sister Grace Ma, who will take us in the praise and worship sessions. Over to you, Master Sinma. God bless you. Esteemed Sister Grace Ma, are you there? Praise Lord. Shaka. Oh, glory to your name, hallelujah, Father, we lift up our hands and worship you. Oh, yeah, you are the living breath. You filled me with your love. You are the peace within that comes my heart. I found my rest in you. You satisfy my soul. I rooted in your word, you are my own. Oh, yeah, you are the living breath. You filled me with your love. You are the peace within that comes my heart. I found my rest in you. You satisfy my soul. I it in your word. You are my own. Mm. 
You're my comfort. You're my meditation. You're my food. In you I'm complete. Oh Lord. You're my comfort. You're my meditation. You're my food. In you I'm complete. Oh, God of love. You're my readers, you're my wisdom, you're my righteousness, God of love. You're my readers, you're my wisdom, and my righteousness, God of love. You're my readers, you're my wisdom, and my righteousness, God of love. You're my readers, you're my wisdom, and my righteousness. You're my wisdom and my righteousness. Yes, you are. You're my wisdom and my righteousness, God of love. You're my readers. You're my wisdom and my righteousness, God of love. You're my readers, you're my wisdom and my righteousness. You're my wisdom and my righteousness. You're my wisdom and my righteousness. Oh, you're my wisdom. You're my readings. You're my righteousness. Ah, oh, let his words, let him sweep over you. Let him sweep over you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You filled me with your love. You are the peace that is within my spirit the peace that comes 
my spirit. Ah. Oh, I am satisfied in your love, oh God. You are everything. You are everything. You are everything. I want for nothing. I want for nothing because I have you and you are everything. You are everything, oh God. In you, oh God, I am complete. In you, oh God, I am complete. <laughs> nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. <laughs> In you, I am whole, I am able. I can do all things. In you, oh, child of God. Do you believe it? Do you believe that you are full in God? Do you believe that you are complete in God? Or is there something that you are longing and you are thirsting after that you cannot find in God? Say something sweet to your father. Oh, father, we love you. We love the way you love us. Because with you, love is true. Love is pure. Ah, love is complete. Thank you, Lord. You are everything. You are everything. You are everything. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, thank you, dear esteemed sister Grace Ma, for that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you for that awesome time of work. You know, it's it's quite exhilarating to listen to the lyrics of that song, that worship. You know, it's not it's not about the tune, it's not about the voice, it's about the spirit. He says this is spiritual things are understood spiritually. Because a carnal mind cannot process spiritual things. I think in the course of your day, go through that song again. Go through that song again. And realize the confidence we have in God's unfailing love. The Bible says he has loved us with an everlasting love. There is nothing that we can ever find outside of God's love. His love is premium package you know his love it's it's everything it's an all-in-one package it's it's it encapsulates life and everything life and eternity it is all wrapped up in his love what a mighty god what an awesome god what a loving father i love the way he loves me and I love the way he fathers me. And I love the way he loves inspired by the word every day. is a life filled with testimony. We taste, we taste the goodness of the Lord every day. We feast on it. What a life. What a life. What a God. What a people. Oh, glory to your name, Abba Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, dear esteemed Preston Dapandilama, for sharing your screen. And today, I welcome you all to the sixth, uh, to the um, 11th of February, 2023.
and it is a Saturday. Oh, glory to God. I've been waiting for Saturday since Monday. I don't know about someone else, you know. <laughs> wow, it's good to have a Saturday. Oh, glory to God. Pastor is talking to us today, and the topic for today's rhapsody is, it is your heritage to know his will. Wow, that's another one right there. It's your heritage to know his will. I hope you know this reads, it is your inheritance to know his will. Oh, and the theme scripture for today is taken from Acts 22, verse 14. The Bible says, and he said, the God of our fathers had chosen thee, had that thou shouldest know his will and see that just one and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. Hey, all the shouldest, this is King James. I don't know if someone can put up the scripture, but Emmanuel, are you there? Put up the scripture in um, um, message or um, uh, New Living Translation or TPT so that we can bypass the shouldest and the thee and the thou and hear explicitly, uh, explicitly what the Lord is saying to us today. Thank you, dear pastor, for the amazing scripture. So while we are waiting for it to come online, we will take the rhapsody together as our dear man of God had instructed us. Our opening verse was a message addressed to Saul of Tarsus, who was later known as Paul. The Lord has sent Ananias, a disciple at Damascus, to lay hands on him and also to tell him that he'd been chosen to know the will of God. Hallelujah. He'd been chosen to know the will of God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Ah. You've been chosen to know the will of God. Not everyone knows the will of God, yet it's the most important thing in life. It is the most important thing in life to know the will of God. Oh, thank you, dear esteemed sister, Grace Ma, for, for the, yeah, let's, let, let's read this. You know. Then Ananias said to me, the God that we worship, and our ancestors worshiped, has chosen you. He will tell you what he wants you to do. God has let you see his special servant who is good. Okay, who is completely good. You have heard his servant's message to you. I think that um, that's, that makes it easier for us to understand. Esteemed person, Dapanjila, can you please come down a bit? Let's get back to the theme scripture. This one, um, the one there is from Easy Translation. Let's have it in message, if someone can give it to us in message. So it's actually Ananias that is talking to, to um, Saul of Tarsus here. Okay, so while we're waiting for that, let's just go up, man. Thank you very well. Thank you, thank you very well. God bless you. You see, not everyone knows the will of God. 
yet is the most important thing in life. You have to know the will of God. It is the most important thing in life to please him. You first have to know his will. To please him, you first have to know his will. Only when you know his will can you begin to fulfill it and live accordingly. Question, can you carry out an instruction that you don't know anything about? This is, I'm just the one asking the question. Is it possible for you to carry out an instruction that you don't know? If you're, let's say you, you want to send a child on an errand and you did not give the child the specificities of the errand, do you expect the child to carry out the errand? Now look at it. We have parents and you want to do something for your parents. There is something they want to be done for them. And you don't know what that thing is. How can you do it? See, if you are to live a life that pleases God, you must of necessity know his will. It is important that you know his will because by knowing his will, you can live to fulfill his will. That's why as a child of God, the first and the most important thing you have to do is to discover what God's plan is. What is he saying to you now? And what does he want you to do? As Steve Sistamaka told us last night during the book review, he said, can you say to yourself that you know what God is thinking now? Are you synchronized to the palpitations of God's heart? Are your thoughts aligned to his thoughts so well that you can of necessity say that I know the will of God for my life? The Bible recorded that while God was going to destroy Sodom, he stopped by Abraham's place to bring his friend into his will, to pre-inform Abraham. You, 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 you know what? One of the things that marvel me is that in the mightiness of God, encapsulated in his mighty and awesomeness is also the simplicity that we crave for. This is a God on his way to war, stopped by to greet his friend. Is, is, did somebody hear what was not said? This is one of those rhapsodies that you are alert because half of the message will not be said. You will need to be inclined to the promptings of the spirit to receive them. On his way to wage war, he stopped by his friend. He stopped by to bring to pre-inform his friend of his intents. How can his mind not be changed? 
Why can he not be negotiated with? Do you think that that road was the only road leading to Sodom and Gomorrah? You know, this is just me thinking now. Pastor goes on to tell us, you may ask, is it really possible to know the will of God? Can one actually know his will? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ephesians 1.9 says, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself. Jesus said, it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. It is your heritage to know the will and to know the will of the father. It is your inheritance to know the will of the Father. It is your inheritance to know the will of the Father. It is your rights. It is, it is something that gives him pleasure to bring you in, into his inner carcass. In Colossians 1.9, the Lord also expressed his desire for you to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You know, this is a verse from our, our confessions, our affirmations way back when. You know, once in a while, I, I bring out that affirmation and oh my God, is the Pauline, a compilation of the Pauline prayers. To be filled with the wisdom to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, to be filled with it. It is not to know it in, in, in pouches, you know, small, small. You, you, you know today, you don't know tomorrow. You know his will from studying his word. God's will is the revelation, God's word is the revelation of his will. That is it. That is the expo. In case you did not hear. You know God's will from studying his word because his word is his bond. His word is his will. When you hold on to him by his word, you can never get a no. You can never live a miss. You can never serve a miss. You can never pray a miss. by his word. As you study the word, the father's heart, his thoughts, plans and purposes are unveiled to you. The light will dawn in your heart as truth unveils. Then you will understand God's way of thinking and you're synchronized with him. When you study his word, you, are, you, you become one with him. Your thoughts are synchronized with him. You function in this synchronicity. And you, you see it happen all the time and inspired by the word. You see it happen every time. When we are doing something here and pastor holds you know, a, a, a service and pastor is saying everything that is happening here. Now look at it. Are we doing it outside of God's word? Absolutely not. Sometimes uh, in, our, in, the, in the intercessory prayer, um, platform. You see, Pastor, using those same scriptures that we have used to pray, it it it, it you know it 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 entrails me when I see it. 
pastor comes online, he takes a scripture from the scripture that we had just been praying with the previous week. And that is what he's praying with. The synchronicity. Why? Because we are in the will of God. We are executing the plans of God in such a time as this. Is this the testimony of your life? Child of God, it is your inheritance to live according to his will. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for being a part of today's Rhapsody of Reality session. I hope you are blessed. And as you go through your day, take time again to meditate on this. God bless you. Thank you, dear Eastern Sister Makama, for the opportunity to take this session. God bless you, Ma. I, am, I do not take it lightly. God bless you so much. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Nine, who will take us in the prayer and for the studies. Over to you, Ma. God bless you. Thank you, esteemed Dr. Kel. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting from. We'll go over to the Bible study of today's devotion and um, we'll, I will start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 2.9 But that it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to the words of God. Colossians 1.9 For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, bring fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Look at them, and he said, Unto you is given to, the, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing, they might not understand. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the enlightenment that has come to my spirit through your word. As I meditate on your word and fellowship with the spirit, my spirit is enlightened and I have insights into mysteries and secrets. I'm guided by your wisdom to fulfill my glorious call in Christ for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 27, praise God. Caption, the crucifixion. Wow. The soldiers assigned to the governor took Jesus into the governor's palace and got the entire brigade together for some fun. They stripped him and dressed him in a red robe. They plated the crown for branches of thorn bush 
and set it on his head. They put a stick in his right hand for his scepter. Then they knelt before him in mocking reverence. If only they knew. Bravo, king of the Jews, they said. Bravo. Then they spit on him and hit him on the head with a stick. When they had had their fun, they took off the robe and put his clothes back on him. Then they proceeded out to the crucifixion. Along the way, they came on a man named Siren, named Simon, from Siren named Simon, and made him carry Jesus' cross. Arriving at Golgotha, the place they called Score, the place they call Score Hill, they offered him a mild painkiller, a mixture of wine and mire. But when he tasted it, he couldn't, he wouldn't drink it. After they had finished naming him to the cross and were waiting for him to die, they killed time by throwing dice from his clothes. Above his head, they had posted a criminal charge against him. This is Jesus, the son of the, the king of the Jews. Along with him, they also crucified two animals, two criminals, pardon me, one on to his right and the other to his left. People passing along the road jeered, shaking their heads in mock laments. You bragged that you could tear down the temple and then rebuild it in three days. So show us your stuff, save yourself. If you are really God's son, come down from that cross. The high priests, along with the religious scholars and leaders, were right there mixing it up with the rest of them, having a great time poking fun at him. Hmm. He saved others, he can't save himself. King of Israel is he? Then let him get down from that cross. We all became believers. Then we all become believers then. He was so sure of God. Well, let him rescue his son now. If he wants him, he did claim to be God's son, didn't he? <laughs> Even the two criminals crucified next to him joined in the mockery. I like that part that said he was so sure of God. Yeah, he really was. Praise God. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading and say a big thank you to Esteem Stamaka for this opportunity. Do have a prolific day, everybody. Thank you for listening. Over to you, brother John. God bless you. <laughs> thank you, Pastor Nige. I was just narrating that story in my head, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Esteem Samaka, for this opportunity. Hallelujah. So today we are reading the book of Exodus, chapter 40, which concludes the book of Exodus. Caption Moses finished the work. Verse 1 God spoke to Moses on the final on the first day of the first month, set up the dwelling. Set up the dwelling. The tent of meat, place the chest of the testimony in it and screen the chest with the cotton. Bring in the table and set it, arranging its lampstand and lamp. Place the gold altar of incense before the chest of the testimony and hang the cotton at the door of the dwelling. 
is the place the altar of whole bonds offering at the door of the dwelling, the tent of meeting. Place the wash basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and fill it with water. Set up the courtyard of, on all sides and hang the curtain at the entrance to the courtyard. Then take the anointing oil and anoint the dwelling and everything in it concerning created and all its furnishings so that it becomes holy. You see, when um, Pastor said that we can lay hands on all our belongings, your clothes, your wardrobe, your everything, so this is it, to cause the anointing to come upon them. So he says, consecrate it and all its furnishings so that it become holy. Anoint the altar of whole burnt offering and all its utensils, consecrating the altar so that it is completely holy. Anoint the wash basin and its base. Consecrate it. Finally, bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent meeting and wash them with water. Dress Aaron in the sacred vestments, anoint him, set him apart to serve me as priests. Bring his sons and put tunics on them. Anoint them just as you anointed their father to serve me as priests. Their anointing will bring them into a perpetual priesthood. Down through the generations, Moses did everything God commanded. He did it all. On the first day of the first month of the second year, the dwelling was set up. Moses set it up. He laid his bases, erected the frames, placed the crossbars, set the posts, spread the tent over the dwelling, and put the covering over the tent, just as God had commanded Moses. He placed the testimony in the chest and started the poles for carrying the chest, that is the ark, and placed the lid, the atonement cover on it. He brought the chest into the dwelling and set up the curtain, screening off the chest of the testimony, just as God had commanded him, the chest of the testimony. The King James says the Ark of the Covenant. Verse 22, he placed the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the dwelling, outside the curtain, and arranged the bread there before God, just as God had commanded him. He placed the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the south side of the dwelling and set up the lamps before God, just as God had commanded him. Moses placed the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain and burned fragrance incense on it, just as God had commanded him. He placed the screen at the entrance to the dwelling. He set the altar of whole bonds offering at the door of the dwelling, the tent of meeting, and offered up the whole bonds offerings and the grain offerings just as God had commanded Moses. He placed the wash basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and filled it with water for washing. Moses and Aaron and his sons washed their hands and feet there. When they entered the tent of meeting and, they, and when they served at the altar, they washed just as God had commanded Moses. Finally erected the courtyard all around the dwelling and the altar and put up the screen for the courtyard entrance. Moses finished the work. The cloud covered the tent of meeting 
and the glory of God filled the dwelling. Moses couldn't enter the tent of it because the cloud was upon it and the glory of God filled the dwelling. Whenever the cloud lifted from the dwelling, the people of Israel set out on their travels. But if the cloud did not lift, they wouldn't set out until it did lift. The cloud of God was over the dwelling during the day and the fire was in it at night, visible to all the Israelites in all their travels. Blessed people. Thank you very much, everyone. And I hand over to Esther Bramatin. Thank you so much, Esther Bramatin. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to Esther Bramatin for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. On the screen, you'll find a scripture reading for today's meditation, Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentile, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And we will declare this morning 25 times, Christ is in me, Christ is in me, glory to God. Let's go ahead and declare even now, Christ is in me, Christ is in me. 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 Yes, Christ is in me. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 shaka taladradi, vrabodorian digradila hadorian dijalamanda, montorogobo shaka taladradi, jiga baba yatiga praklunja branikta gadaradista. Glory to God forevermore, hallelujah, 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 soga bashanda ladradi. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segments. Praise God. Yesterday, during the book review, after the, the book was read, you know, Samaka took us through a time of prayers while we spoke in tongues, while we spoke in tongues yesterday. It came so strong to my spirit. Even this morning, is coming afresh again. Pastor told us during one of um, the Your Love Word sessions when he said, he gave us a word, he said, out of the eater, 
becomes something to be eaten. And out of the strong came something sweet. And I said, this is our reality. From the many around the world, if the relative few around the world has grappled the economies of the world, have taken for themselves poles that do not belong to them. Out of these ones comes, because there will be a reassessing again and a redistribution of wealth. And the children of God will take the spouse. During the IPPC, the esteemed Pastor Hubert India also said to her, he said, the money is coming. But I dare say even to you now that the money has come. The money is with you. You have it in abundant supply. In this month of possessions, Oh, possess all that belongs to you by the power of the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Precious Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the bread we break this day, the copion of the body of Christ. He was made poor, he who knew no poverty, that in his poverty we enjoy the riches in abundant supply. His wealth belongs to us. Thank you, Father. We enjoy the riches in totality. We possess that which you have bequeathed to us by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Kilo Kofrak Landos Kisha Paradila. Kai Kakadhaki and the Sabratishta. Meregredida, 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 gafrodori aboscoja la mondo rogoboshi kavabaya. After this man, I also took the cup when he has sobbed, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This year, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the lost death till he comes. Kiza aglojo parung vrotoski, parigo zovrandiski, jo paradori antija la mandaya. That same spirit that took Philip from that point where he was after speaking to the Ethiopian eunuch, even to where God wants him to be. The same spirit that took Elijah, um, that took Ezekiel from where he was to the valley of the dry bones, that same spirit, there was a sweeping changes carrying you from the point where you are to an even greater and higher point of glory. The unstoppable you has emerged. The bigger you has emerged. The greater you has emerged. The richer you has emerged. The more prosperous you has emerged by the power of the Holy Ghost. They will seek you for wisdom and they will come with abundance by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and take the cup now. Till we seek you for wisdom and they we come with plenty, they we come with abundance, they we come, they are coming just as they came to Solomon with abundance. The words that you will speak, Kali in the Govra, we solve problems. We change the course of the lives of many. We change the course of businesses. We set businesses on course. And we make many, make exceeding great progress. And they will come to you with substance by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to your esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And thank you so much my esteemed co-hosts. Praise God forevermore. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. I love you. Praise God. Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you, esteemed Star Maka, for this opportunity. Wow. Yeah, it's celebration time. And today is the 11th of... February 2023. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Wow. Okay. So we are going to be celebrating our loved ones. If it's your birthday today, please let us know the birthday of your loved ones you want us to celebrate with you. Please do let us know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if this is your first time of connecting to Inspired by the World Global, would like to meet you, would like to celebrate you, would like to welcome you. Please let us know your full name in the chat room, what city or state you're connected from, if you are in Nigeria, or what nation, if you are outside Nigeria, and who invited you. Let's come to the chat room quickly, 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 and celebrate. Oh, glory to God. Sister Peace Osage says, today is my sweet sister's birthday, esteemed Sister Anne Mordi. Glory, glory, glory. Sister Anne is in the house. <laughs> Happy birthday, beloved Sister Annie Mordi. So who is, somebody's wondering who is that. That's the person that usually posts where we are praying. The nation we are praying for at any time. That is Sister Anne. Happy birthday, dearest Sister Anne. I love you specially, 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 and we all love you. Today is my aunt's birthday. Her name is Patricia Favor from Sister Anne Hannah. Happy birthday. Okay, so we have a first time. Uh, my name Dan Ochai Karis Footmina. My mom invited me. Wow, Footmina. <laughs> You are welcome, Brother Dan. And who is your mom? And you are, you are connected from my alumni school. You're welcome. You're welcome. We'd like to know who mommy is. Sister Richard Darlington says, yesterday was the birthday of my younger sister. Uh, 
Her name is Eberi. Happy birthday to your sister. Sister Kelvin says, yesterday was my godson's first birthday. <laughs> His name is Caleb. Okay. Caleb Kingdom Chima. Happy, happy birthday to him. Happy, happy birthday to him. Okay. Brother Martins has come. He's my dearest sister, Annie this birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday, sister Annie. We love you. We love you. I think you should go to the chat room and see all the messages. Okay, sister Caris. I'm so sorry, sister Caris. Okay. It's sister Caris. Okay. My mommy is Angela, Pastor Dan's wife. Oh, amazing, amazing. Thank you for the correction. So, wow. Okay, her name is Caris Dan Oche. And her mom is Sister Angela, Pastor Dan's wife. Amazing. Congratulations. We are happy to have you, Sister Caris. And I think I know Pastor Dan. And I know Pastor Dan and Sister Angela. I think I know them. Welcome, 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 welcome. We are delighted to have you here. Welcome. Today is my cell leader's birthday, Sister Patricia Favor. Okay, says iPhone. <laughs> Congratulations. Today is one of my mentees' birthday. Her name is Favor from Sister. Grace Tiala. Oh, wow. Okay. Sister Annie, please come to the chat room and see all the lovely messages for you. There's a lot of messages. Today is my is my six-month anniversary in Inspired by the Word, says Sister Yvonne. Happy, <laughs> happy six-month anniversary. Congratulations. Oh, Sister Chinere says yesterday was my younger brother's birthday. His name is Moses. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to your brother. Oh, glory to God. Ha, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow, wow. Okay. Happy birthday, Sister Annie. We love you so dearly. And right away, I am going to be handing over to the extinct Sister Amaka. Over to you, Ma. Tala bakore duste i kabali susa pila gradis tus kabizu maliko shabala ba yeke de bosutu kobra disha kabaya lamando fredigo paradesta mako paraga delegrida kasika ba yeke de boshonda libra hasta haya oh kareka kareka lura desta angra desu sekila grondo shomankra deski lamanga ye Oh, balaka sata kabaya lebrados kalimondo fetule mongredista akiko pele dizemende pligusta ali. Oh, bareka bareka lura diske fizumente plegisku perida kaseka baradoska lamande kizo pradega. 
Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, shanangra disa ate. Eki kupele gride kesake la grondo shoko baraka sete kika baraka deni gosufe de gilo grondo shomanande. In karande sake alabahaya. Lord, we thank you for everyone celebrant in the house today. Ligo bongro dosh kapela brada skipahaya. We thank you for your goodness in their lives and we thank you, oh God. Meli kuse pila manda kabaya for making their lives beautiful. Reponda shekele baate eki kupene digi bahala kradegaya is a new season for them is a new time for them lako Bradesakaya, Mashata Kabaya, a season of unending praise, Lakrusa Kabaya, oh Malekrosonda Kashakabaya. Today we pray specially for Sister Annie Modi, who is in the house, who has been a blessing to us, consistent and diligent. Lord, we declare that her life is moving from one level of beauty to another, from one level of excellence to another, from one level of productivity to another. Yes, in this year, she is proliferating on every side, in every city, in every town, in every place. Hallelujah. In her aeon, she's proliferating all around the world the desires of our heart are established masika balekrosonta alekoshka paleka paleka baruska aligronde Oh, Kariga Sakionde Fetulehe, Zinomonda Parakisufra de Gahashta. The things that seemed difficult. The things that seemed as though you didn't know what to do. Wisdom has come. Insight has come. Foresight has come. Even today, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are able to answer to every question. You are able to answer to every situation. You are able to answer to every circumstance. For the Lord has equipped you thus. Maliko sakea la crosta ande pelegistus kale. Viku paraska lingro sakabaya. You have answers with you. You have answers with you. La sheke penegizu prahati. Ekikumele kuse elebrondu safleki supra de gahashta. Monda shakala bahaya. For it is the Lord that is at work in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good pleasures in your life. La Crosse Kibahaya. And Lord, we thank you for Sister Kairis. Leruske Peligruste Endik La Crusta Akea Katoja Ampe La Grusta Ange Kahida. La Grosta Lamande. Lord, you brought her here for a purpose. Even at such a time as this, Lerikuske Vilu Frasita. She will shine brightly. In her school, in her state, in her community, in her class, I see an uncommon insight granted to you, Sister Karis. I see an uncommon insight. It's an uncommon wisdom for direction. 
is an uncommon wisdom to know what to do, when to do, how to do, what to do. Suddenly, you know the steps to take at the right time. Suddenly, you know how to go about things. I see you seeing your future ahead of time, seeing things that you ought to do. You will bring people in line, in line. He said that, oh, things are not as they used to be. Or the people are not responsive as they used to be. Or the Christians in your environment are not caught up with the with what is happening in the spirit realm at this time. You will bring them into an understanding. Even at this time, you will bring them into that knowledge of God. You will speak wisdom. Oh, la rosca vejune hele brando koboyo. Oh, the Lord is with you. Oh, la shakabaya la mandi kabaya. Lord, we exalt your name. We thank you. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, precious Father. There's none like you. There is none like you. In all the earth, there's none like you. Oh, kalabahaya. For you have ordained times and seasons. Kekabara koshta atalele. Lubra diska kaliko tanama hashkele bonde. Keparaka sataya. Maleko sevre diska bahaya. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Oh, Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Manda Shatakabaya. Blessed be your name, dear Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're welcome, Sister Caris. Stay in the house. Stay in the house. That's what I hear. Stay in the house. And there will be a lot about your life that will be transformed forever. You would, you would see glorious things. Oh, Karabashanda Kabaya. Stay in the house. Be consistent. Learn and mature in God. Follow everything that we are doing here. I don't know, this message does not come for every first time, but it comes for you even at this time. Stay in the house, learn, and do as the Lord has said. Follow everything that we do in this house. God has a plan for you, and it's not just about you, it's about your whole everything that everywhere you are right now. It's about your aeon, your family. Um on your campus in that state, God has a plan. Follow him and let him direct you accordingly. Congratulations and you're welcome. Happy birthday. Father, we thank you. Thank you for Sister Anne, who is a huge blessing to us in the house. Last year, when we prayed for all the nations, beginning from the 2nd of May to the 31st of December, Every day she was responsible for mobilization, for posting the nations and the prayer points. She showed consistency, she showed commitment. And I pray for her this day that heaven would answer her with a commitment in this new year, such as is uncommon. 
such as is incredible. All our prayers are answered. She will walk in the fullness of purpose like never before. It will be a year when everything happened for her. Lord, I pray for all the titers in the house, even as we give our tithes today, that they are sanctified by the Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. We enjoy the blessings wherein there is not enough room to contain. In this month of possession, we possess our inheritance. We possess our inheritance. We possess our inheritance. We possess our inheritance. We enjoy it all. Angels gather them unto us. Men gather them unto us. It's a different kind of month. It is unto us as you have said, possession. Possession, possession, in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. So, Pastor Deborah, I was supposed to pray for the celebrants um, before you hand over to me. Thank you. Okay, so Sister Anne is my immediate younger sister, and she's been a blessing to us in the house. And... Um, that lady showed so much commitment last year and still does. Um, this year, the prayer team decided that we should pray for all the nations who have elections coming up. And she's also been at the forefront of it, helping to push the information, the country, telling us how many, the date of the elections, how many offices are supposed to be occupied. And it's a beautiful year for her as she made it easy for us to pray for the nation. So would her life be easy. So we, we owe it to celebrate her today, okay? Praise God. Pastor Deborah has already prayed. But I, I, I prayed specially because if you if you followed what she did last year, I'm not I'm not praying because she's my younger sister. You all witnessed it. You wake up to pray, the prayer points has already been shared, the details about the country. Many of you learned about countries you never knew before last year. Am I correct? Praise God. All right. Um, today's Saturday. We're going to take testimonies, but before we do, I'd like to share a few things. Um, so I observed that many of us have not set our goals for the year. I'm not sure what the issue is, but um, goal setting is paramount and priority. For anyone who wants to succeed. And um, for those who set goals, I also observe that many don't know how to set goals. 
It matters that you get information if you don't know how to do something. It matters that you study about it, that you learn about it. However, um, we'll take you on a goal setting journey. It's not a one day class. So we'll see what 15 minutes every day can do the whole of next week. Um, and we want to do this class in a way that you will never have to go through a goal setting class again. You would understand it fully and you'll always be able to do it. It's February and it's too dangerous to be going through this year without having set goals already. So would you like a goal setting class or should we move on and do that in 2024 if Christ dies? It's actually already late to be having a class, but we should have it because um, if you don't have goals set or you don't know how to set your goals, it becomes a problem because until you can see how you achieve your goals on a daily basis, your goals are not clear yet. And you need to know how to set them. You need to um, have a cook to set that, write the vision, make it plain. Can someone put there, put it up? It's, um, Pastor Ndapandula, um, I want you to put it up so that I can have all of those translations like you always do. So I made you co-host. Let me put up Habakkuk chapter two. It says, write the vision, make it plain so that he that readeth it may run with it. But there are some very amazing translations that say, some amazing things. The Lord answered, he said, easy translation. Write down what I will show you. Make it clear on the page when you write it, then someone can easily read it and he can tell the message to others. You can start from the beginning, sorry. Okay, it doesn't exist in TPT, scroll up. message translation and then God answered write this write what you see in December we went through 30 days of wisdom you saw things and I remember telling you to write them the things that God has told you to do this year would form um, the content of your goals you know, they are when targets are given to you, when you see a vision, you see a picture, when the picture is shown to you, 
or desires are stirred in your heart, you have to be able to interpret them into goals. And then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. You know, you can read this and feel like, oh, um, I'm supposed to write so that others can read it on the run. No, you are the first reader. And you might just be writing it just for yourself. There are certain vision that is just for you. God shows it to you. You are the owner of the vision. You are the, you are the one who must bring the vision to pass. It's not for the other people. It's not for the world. But if you don't write it, he said, you will not be able to read it and you will not be able to run with it. It's the reason many people require New Year resolution because they lost it in the course of the journey. You must have a picture that keeps you on track from January 1st to December 31. So from Monday, we'll have the goal setting class. We'll try to make it as fast as possible, but we also don't wanna skip the steps because there's a lot to goal setting, but it's actually very simple once you understand the concept. Praise God. And if you're here and you're a master at um, goal setting development, vision boarding development, all of those things, you can reach out if you like to participate in taking the class. Praise God. Um, our 28 days of what drug ended on the 8th of February. And I, I believe that we have testimonies. So we'll take testimonies today. Um, during the MBTC, which ended yesterday, pastor told the pastors about this word, word drug. And then he gave them some specificity that I would like us to do as our second journey for the word drug, beginning on Monday, same Monday. He told them to use the word on a particular matter every three hours for two weeks. Did you hear what I said? It said they should use the word every three hours for two weeks. So we're going to do it as our phase two of the word drug. But this time around, we're going to use one scripture and we're going to put pressure is a month of possession. We just have to have striking testimonies this month of possession of inheritance. You know, when you possess an inheritance, it's something big. It's something big. And uh, you know, when they say possess your inheritance, the question is, what is your inheritance? Do you know what your inheritance is? Do you know what you receive in Christ? 
is anyone who understands the inheritance that we receive in Christ. And I'm reminded of a message I shared with you, Zero to Hero, by the highly esteemed Pastor Sholawo Kade. It was a class she took us in our service, and I remember recording it and sharing it. How many of you listened to it? You can raise your hand if you listen to it. Zero to Hero was the name. There are just five people. Okay, um, if, if many of us didn't listen to it, then that means that you probably didn't know when we shared it or you, or you don't know the audio I'm talking about. All right, um, is anyone here, of, of those of you who are raising your hand, if you, you have it, can you share it in the Inspired by the Word group? The Inspired by the Word group. I want you to go and listen to it. Um, it'll help your mind. And I'll tell you why. You know, as you pray, as you talk, um, the devil is trying to tell you that the blessing will come from promotion on your job. It will come from a contract in business, a deal in business. So he's trying to limit your mind. <laughs> Question is, you work in a multinational. How much is the CEO of your company paid? That's the highest ranking office in that job. If you become CEO today, you are promoted to the office of a CEO and you are paid the salary package of the CEO, your money will still not be enough for the gospel. So the inheritance is not your job. It's not from your job, it's not from your, from your business, it's not from the contract. It's not gonna give you sufficient money that we require for the work of the gospel. Oh, of course you can give at your level. But this year we want to do things that have not been done before. I'm not sure that salary, if we put it together to retirement to be sufficient to build a medical center, We're talking about one medical center and we're saying we want to build in every city of the world we said this thing again and again heaven here heaven has heard it if you i'm sure heaven doesn't sleep but if you had to wake them up and say um there are some guys on earth that want to build a hospital in every city do you know who they are <laughs> even the least angel will say ibtw we've said it again and again they know in heaven they know in hell Your doors have heard you, your tables have heard you, everything in your house have heard you, your spouses have heard you, your children have heard you. And this is the year we can do it. This is why the Lord is telling us that we should possess our inheritance because there are so many things that you can only do with an inheritance. A friend of mine had lost one of his, um, she didn't lose, the passed on to glory, one of his parents. And then she left almost a hundred million in her account for 
his 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 salary on a monthly basis you know is not one million. That's what an inheritance can do. It gives you so much resources in one day that you may not be able to assess in a very long time. There are others who have inherited stuff that were worth billions. If they had to work every day for 80 days, they may not get it. In Zero to Hero, the esteemed Pastor Shola Wokadi talked about five channels that blessings come to you. Five channels where you receive financial and material wealth. The first one is actually your job slash business is the first and it's the least. The second one is your harvest, harvest from your givings. You might want to do a quick calculation. At least you've been, you, for, for those of you who are in a, in a ministry like Christ Embassy where we give as a way of life, and if you keep records of your giving, can you do a quick calculation of your giving for the last five years or for the last 10 years? You can take it, sit on the table and make a demand on your harvest. We know that harvest is 100% as a complete package. The 60% and the 30% is not for the child of God. But at the least, it says 30%, right? So let's say you've done um, 10 million in partnership, or let me not go far. Let's say you've done 100,000 in partnership, or let's say a million. A million times 30 is 30 million. A million times 60 is 60 million. A million times 100 is 100 million. So if you've done a million naira in partnership, if it is, even if it is for the last 10 years, you are, you are, you see, I'm telling you something that sits in your accounts that you can withdraw. You know, if you go to the bank, don't mind this rubbish they are doing in Nigeria right now. We have been praying against it and there'll be so much money in abundance in the next few days. There'll be money in this nation because there's money. There'll be circulation of enough money. And I hope you are following the news. They are arresting bank managers who have been hoarding money. There were some bank managers of a particular bank. Let me not start calling names. They arrested them all together. They had 285 million Naira cash that they were hoarding and they were not distributing. We're putting pressure in the realm of the spirit. We will scatter and penetrate into all their plans. It will not work. If you've been reading Gates of Heaven, you know that it's not okay that you are okay. You need to have concern that every other person around you is okay. I don't like that there are people suffering. I don't like the videos of people fighting at the ATMQ, fighting at the POSQ, fighting in the bank frustrated from the scarcity. Many are not able to do their normal work. They are not able to go about their normal business because of the scarcity. It has affected a lot. You cannot be comfortable with it. You say all the, all the, all the things I do with money, I do transfer so it doesn't affect me. No, it affects you because it's affecting your nation. It's affecting your people. Don't be so unempathetic that you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't feel the bother, the, the, the sufferings of people around you. It's one of the things that Gates of, 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 of Zion was trying to bring to our attention. The trials of Christians around you. 
a Christian has not come to church for three months. They say she got pregnant. So what? Go and visit her. She got pregnant and she's not married. Go and visit her. She needs that visit right now more than ever before. More than ever before. Because she already feels bad. You, 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 you think a child of God does wrong and does not feel bad. She's already feeling bad enough that she made a mistake. At least she kept the baby. She did not abort it. Go and visit her. Strengthen her in this time of trials. Many people would mock her. Many people would say, maybe even her, her family have driven, has driven her away. She needs that strength right now. And you need to intercede for her too, so that she will not be lost. The rapture is just around the corner now. We have soldiers who have fought with us. So you watch all those movies where there are soldiers, they fought and then the nation will betray them. Let's not betray the soldiers that fought with us. I hope you know we can do that, no matter the mistake that they make. We have soldiers who have fought with the kingdom. Let's not lose them. The rapture is around the corner. So while we're at it to bring new souls, do you know that if we strengthen the hands that are within, our churches will be looking for venue. Are you aware? Because that thing that made that brother leave might make the new soul that is coming live in another two months. Do I have a witness in the house? That thing that has not been addressed. That thing that made that sister leave and does not want to come to church anymore. It can make a new soul in the next six months also leave. So the question is, as you are bringing them in through the front door, is the back door closed? Is the back door closed? Because many are coming in through the front door. In less than one month, they are, they are gone. Let's be honest with ourselves. For some of you, calculate the number of first-timers that have come to your church in the last one year. If they stay back, would your church be able to contain the, 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 the number of people that it will have? Would you still be doing one service? If they are coming and they are not staying, what is the problem? Have you interceded? If you say, ah, no, it's a structural problem or, or it's an administrative, administrative problem, it's not me that will solve it. Have you prayed for those that are in the hem of the administration? Have you? If they affect other people today, if they affect you tomorrow, and it, has, it may have also have affected you, maybe you stayed because you, you live by principles and not by circumstances. So you are just one of those people who nobody can pursue out of the house of God. You understand that it's my father's house as much as it's anybody's father's house and I go nowhere. But it's not because you did not feel the heat and you did not feel the issues. Sometimes people have been judged, people have been mis misjudged and uh, mistreated, judgment pronounced on them for things they didn't do. It happens. Even in the MBTC, pastor talked about it, misjudging people. 
People have died because they were misjudged. Even right now in prison, there are people who are incarcerated for things they did not do. There's this um, documentary I used to follow. Um, what's what's the what's the the Innocence Project? And I, I see it, 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 it used to be the one for California, but a lot of other people have adopted it. The Innocence Project. You can Google about it. There are a group of lawyers that come together to look into matters of people who have been incarcerated unjustly. Some of them have gone way back as forty years. They followed the thing for many years until they proved the man innocent. Michael Jordan, the footballer, I think his dad was shot. Was he his dad or his granddad? Um, I think it was on the street, it happened. And somebody went to jail for it. It turned out that the person was not the one who did it. But he was in the jail for many years. It's one of the, one of the top, uh, it was made into a movie. I, I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name of the movie, but I can find it out for you. Maybe you should watch it. At least I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a movie to watch today. <laughs> Somebody says, Tamara said, you know, watch movie. <laughs> That's not what I said. I said, don't be addicted to movies. Many of you were addicted. You could not go one day without the love of your life. The love of your life was seasonal movies. For a lot of our ladies, Korean movies or more. So his dad was killed and um, the guy who was arrested for it went to prison for many years, but he was not the one. He was one of the people that, um, yes, Michael Jordan, the, bas the basketballer, his dad, um, he's not, he's not, I'm not talking about him more, I mean his dad. Moment of truth. Okay, thank you. That's the name of the movie. So you can find it and you can get it. Thank you so much, Sister Grace and Brother Samson. So he's, that's, that's, that's actually a true life story. It was one of the, the stories from um, the Innocence Project and it was actually shot into a movie. Moment of truth. It, there, there are many documentaries like that. Many, many documentaries on the internet people who were wrongly incarcerated and they were in jail for many years. Many, many years. Some die in prison. You, you might not know what it feels like to be framed for something you did not do and to suffer the punishment for it, or you might not know what it feels like. So don't be comfortable in your own space watching seasonal movies. People need you. People need you and you need to live your life to the full. So if we don't address the matters that are making people leave the church, the first time as you are bringing, now very soon then go see them too, they will come out. Oh, dear Lord God, we have work, oh. <laughs> we have work. You know, the more you hear the messages, the more you read the books, you see that there's work to be done. But we are not alone. There's one who intercedes through us and can settle many matters through one intercession. Pastor has shown us that 15 minutes can change a lot in the whole world. So we have learned. We've learned to intercede. 
when we are done with the gates of Zion, that 8 p.m. GMT plus one, we would um we would um use it for some matters for the month of possession. And I will give more information by the time is Monday. But throughout next week is praise turn. And um, I know I'm aware that there are evening sessions, which will start at about 5 p.m. GMT plus one. So we're likely going to be in a session by that 8 p.m. GMT plus one. And I know that those meetings sometimes go way into the night. So we'll just watch how it goes on Monday. And um, if it finishes before nine, then we can have the meetings at nine. But if not, it means that for the whole of next week, we might not have book reviews or book reading as the case may be. I'm not sure how many chapters more we have left, but I know that today and tomorrow will not be sufficient to exhaust it. But let's see how far we go. And if we can take two chapters in one day between today and tomorrow, see how far we can go with it. I would have loved that we were able to finish the book before we get into that Prezaton season, but it's not a problem. We would, um, wherever we stop, we'll continue. But there are matters we need to settle for February. I talked about the goal setting classes for mornings. All right, so um, can we take testimonies? Um, especially from the 28 days word drug. Who has testimonies they would like to share? Twenty-eight days of talking. Twenty-eight days of talking. Yeah, sister Yvonne, you said today's your six months anniversary of joining inspired by the word. I saw that. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Okay, over to you. You can share your testimony now. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, well, I don't know if I should call this testimony from the 28 days, but it happened this week, actually. There are other testimonies I would have loved to share, but... This one in particular, Holy Spirit insists I shared. So it started on Monday after our um, devotion and all that. So I listened to the message, said my confessions for the day, and I felt a little tired, so I wanted to sleep. On waking up, I found out that my body system was reacting somehow uncomfortably. So I didn't give much thought to it, so I continued. Then I tried to eat that day. So I threw up everything I ate. Uh, so that I paused, I was like, okay, what's happening? I waited for my 3 p.m. talking session. I talked, I spoke. And I said, and I just took communion because I was at Inashisha on Sunday. I just took communion so nothing can be wrong with my system. And one of my confessions for these 28 days was that I am wealthy and healthy. So my body is just playing. I said it. I went back to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night, feverish. My head was swelling like times three of its usual size, like someone was at 
standing just by my head and hitting it with a hammer. I kept talking. I didn't stop. So I found out that I couldn't take water too. I couldn't eat down to the next day, which was Tuesday. Once anything goes into my system, it comes out. I must vomit it. I started shrinking, but I would just smile and continue. Each time I would still say, Christ is in me. I cannot be sick. Christ is in me. I am healthy and I am wealthy. Christ is in me. I am strong. I kept on. But the more I kept talking, the more the whole thing started worsening. All of a sudden, I couldn't get cold. I couldn't get warm. At one time, I'm very cold. At one time, I'm very hot. The headache kept on pressing. I would try to drink even water. I could not take water. Nothing must enter my mouth, both food, both water. It continued even on to Wednesday. And I was like, <laughs> I refuse to panic. I said, I kept talking. That was all. The devil would come with other signs. Uh, I couldn't ease myself. I couldn't even stand properly. I could. So my younger brother would come in. I was like, okay, let's get you. I said, which drug? I don't need any drug. I've already taken the most potent drug of all, which was communion. So whatever that is happening, that is just a mirage that the devil is throwing my way to get me to shift. And I did not. So at one point, the devil himself tried to infiltrate my mind. I was like, so you've been talking for how many days now? Yeah, you're healthy, you're healthy, you're this, you're that. Look at you. You cannot even eat. <laughs> I laughed. I said, first of all, I was, you have no right to even be in my mind to talk to me. You are powerless. In fact, be gone in the name of Jesus. I closed my mind off him. I kept focusing. I found out that, okay, at one time, I couldn't even join for the book reviews in the evening because my, I, I was a whole uncomfortable. No food, no water. That was the funny part. But I was vomiting. I kept on vomiting. I kept on vomiting. I started shrinking. I said, I was losing a whole lot of weight. My brother had to go and call my neighbor, who is a pharmacist. She saw me say, no, 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 you can't. They tried, they tried, they tried to force drugs on me. Immediately, the drugs came into my system. I threw it all up in front of them. I told them, see. They said, how can someone stay? You can't take food. You can't take water. I said, don't worry, I'm fine. My neighbor said, people have, didn't even survive less than this. So I said, I'm, I'm, I'm strong. I'm not just the one that is carrying myself. That is someone carrying me. That's why I'm still surviving, and I will survive. I, well, I was listening to our messages. <laughs> Funny enough, the devil tried to present the picture of uh, the story of Jesus raising Jairus' daughter and um, raising Lazarus from the dead. Painted as it. I said, no, that's not my story. That was a story to teach us something, but that cannot be my story that I'll be raised. No, 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 no. I'm not even dying at all. So I'm not going to be raised from any dead. I'm going to stand up from this bed, stand up from this floor, stronger, healthier, victorious. Then on Thursday, my strength was waning. The devil attacked my speech. I could not talk this time around. 
I was mumbling incoherently. If I wanted to say some words, say my confessions, nothing. So I was saying them strong, holding it strong in my heart. Then I passed out that Thursday. When I passed out, I felt the Holy Spirit <laughs> this time. He came. It's as if he carried me by himself in his arms, held me. He started going through my body, started going through my body, started going through my body. I opened my eye, regained consciousness. I found I still couldn't talk. So my head again, that, one, that was the worst of it all. The headaches, it couldn't stop. It kept on going on, kept on going straight. I was like, what is happening? But in all this, I never for once questioned or said, uh-uh, uh, is my confessions not working? Is the Holy Spirit not there? Was I not at the communion service? Or I didn't question, I didn't doubt God. And the Holy Spirit started telling me something. He said, he had to show up because when I couldn't talk, the ones I've been talking, my words that I've been saying, the confessions that I've been saying, started talking for me in my behalf and he knew that physically my own strength was already going that he's had to come in and he's had to strengthen me himself that when I said I was like almost in tears because I was like God is this how much you love me that was not all that he told me I should be quiet then the Holy Spirit sang to me this one is not like giving you a song to sing. He sang to me. I'm like, God, you're, you, you made me to sing to you, to sing your praise, and you're singing for me. He said, yes, I'm singing to you because I want you to have a good sleep today. That was on Thursday night. I want you to have a good sleep today. Now, close your eyes. Don't think of anything. Just know that I'm here. And he sang, and he sang, and I slept that night, I slept so long into yesterday, Friday. But he woke me up to connect to the morning devotion. After the morning devotion, he started telling me things. He said, yeah, I know you'll be wondering, why did the devil, why did this happen? Whatever. I said, strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. And I'm like, which shepherd? I said, you are the shepherd of your family. You've made yourself your family's protector. He cannot touch any member of your family. So what was his best bet? Was try to touch you, to get you to, to cower. And you did not. And he said, thank God you've been talking. Your word spoke to you, spoke on your behalf when you couldn't talk. He said, oh yeah, now this is what we'll do. So gradually yesterday, he, he started, I felt him go through my heart, started removing I felt some things. I started coughing up, removing some blockages and all that from my system. So he would tell me, okay, just take a little warm water. Not He would tell me the exact gauge I should take. I took water. So for now, I haven't been able to take food yet because he told me my body would take time to repair. But I just want to say thank God that I'm strengthened and, and I am back. <laughs> and the devil is in trouble. He's here. Yeah. Thank God for your life, esteemed sister Yvonne. 
and you are sustained, you are kept. Like you said, your words had gone forward and they sustain you. You are the Holy Ghost and that's why he's your strength now. He strengthens you in times like this. And you are sustained in health. Amen, praise God. Esteem Pastor Deborah, you can go ahead and share your testimony. Let's make it brief. Thank you so much. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ma. I'm grateful for this opportunity. I hope I can be heard. Um, praise the Lord. Please, am I being heard? Please go ahead. Okay. Thank you, Ma. Wow. Glory to God. Okay. So it's about the 28 days. Uh, of course, I can't share everything, but I'm just going to share part of it. Um, I had three things on my list for the 28th day when Zamaka um, told us to you know, get ready. I had my scriptures. In fact, I had, <laughs> I had more scriptures than the number of scriptures we were supposed to do. And the Lord was channeling me in a particular direction. I, I, I don't know how many of us remember when I shared um, God told me to take off something from my list that, that was, this was not the time and put something else. And that particular thing that I put, it was like, <laughs> it was like God was just waiting for me. I think halfway into the 28 days, God just literally orchestrated my steps. And that thing, I got it. To, to say, in fact, if I begin, today is not the day to explain it, but it was like, what, like, you know, when somebody is, I was not just in shock, I was surprised because from the orchestration of that day, how that I even woke up, dated, got ready and was ready to go out. And it's not like I planned to go anywhere. You know how God was just orchestrating my steps, orchestrating my every movement. And by the time I got to where I was going to, in fact, somebody called me and said, oh, okay, we need to do this, do this, do this, and get this place. I said, okay, no problem. In fact, the person told me after that, I wasn't expecting that you were going to make it. When you told me that you had gotten to the place, I was surprised. And I just want to thank God because he orchestrated my step to what he wanted me to have. And looking at it right now, after some things that happened, one of the projects that God asked me to do, I got that thing. And that thing in turn is helping me do the projects that God <laughs> has asked me to do, that God had put in my heart. Do you understand? Like, it was like accumulation of fulfillment. Okay, I got an item from my uh, list. I had three things that I needed to deal with, right? I got one of them. That one that I got was now helping me on the project, the assignment that God had said, take on this assignment. He had already provided, in fact, he provided the resource, one of the major resources for that um, project. And I'm just so grateful to God. I want to say thank you to God. On a different platform, I'll be able to share the fullness of the testimony, but even up to today, it still amazes me. And it just shows me that Everything has been done on that. I didn't, even, I didn't even count the days. Even up to yesterday, I was still doing my wardrobe. <laughs> I didn't count the days. And I want to also thank God 
these scriptures, I had 12 scriptures, all 12 of them. There was a day, I think it was on Sunday, I left my book, my, um, my cards at home. And I was like, ah, as I opened my bag, where is my card? Where is my card? Because you know, on Sunday, we're spending the whole of the day in church. And all the scriptures, it was then that I realized that actually all the scriptures are already in my heart, like all of them. So I could literally just be, you know, um, um, quoting the scriptures, you know, meditating upon them and speaking them, all 12 scriptures. That's to tell you, like, this thing is not just about what God wants. He wants his word in your heart. And I'm grateful to God because all 12 scriptures within a short space of time. I'm really, really very grateful to God because I can be going on the road now and I don't need to open my Bible to look for any of those scriptures. They are ingrained in my mind. Praise the Lord. They are ingrained in my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. Praise God. That's actually one of the things that the meditation actually does for you. You don't understand how to put the word of God in your heart. You put it in your heart. That's what has happened. So you were doing meditation, but at the same time, you were memorizing those scriptures and then now they are in your heart. They are not just in your mind. They've entered your spirit because meditation pushes the word into your spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. SM Sister Jasmine, go ahead and unmute yourself. You have two minutes. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Mom. God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Marka, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Praise the Lord. I just, I, I'm just so happy. I'm excited. Um, first of all, I, in 27th December 2022, I lost a lot of stuff. <laughs> Coming to 31st, you know, things happened. January, you know, after the fasting. Things were just happening, you know. It was as though when I was studying the book, um, The Gates of Zion, it was as though the valley gate was actually what was happening, playing out in my life, starting from that 27th. Um, first of all, I want to just give God the glory that what, what I went to Lagos to do, the exam I went to take, it was a success. And <laughs> I didn't even study for long. But God just did it for me, and I'm grateful. Starting from when I got to Lagos, it was that my steps were ordered by the Lord. He didn't allow me to be stuck. He didn't allow me to um, to to lack. He didn't allow me to face anything that I could. He could not ha- actually have given me the strength to face, and I'm so very grateful. I started my wardrobe in Lagos, but because of the comfortability of where I was staying, I I wasn't that consistent with the morning, then the afternoon and the evening section. So I, when I came back to my house here in New State, I started it again, you know. And then the Spirit of God told me, He said, go back to the 20, 28 days of, to the 30 days, sorry, of supernatural blessings. I should use the card that that was another blessing, you know, that happened in the hangout. So I started using it and he now told me I should make it detailed. I should write it day one, day two, you know, I should have a book for it, you know, doing the wardrobes. <laughs> and prior to that, I, I don't share my um, 1000 Christ in me because apart from that 1000 Christ in me, I have 
also my confessions that I do in the midst of the day. The, I walk in wisdom and others are inscribed for myself. <laughs> I lost money. <laughs> Suddenly, my mom just told me, okay, let her, let, how much did you spend in Lagos? Because the money she was expecting I would spend in Lagos was, I lost the money. So I told her, you know, my mom is very, very meticulous when it comes to spending. She just, she just gave me the, she just gave me money. <laughs> I've been receiving, like someone just, someone is teaching me, because in, in my planning of the year, I said I'll be learning something new every day. Someone just, someone so dear to me just started saying his, he was going to actually teach me something that has been, I've been rejecting it since I said, you know, trading since I, I knew so about forex trading what i what i was learning was binary synthetic but this person is just giving me um the materials he paid for hugely paid for and he, this person is giving it to me for free with joy in his heart and so many other things is it my health i could remember i was not feeling strong but one thing i've actually learned is even if i'm not feeling strong in my body I, I don't confess it. Nobody knows in the house. I will still stand up and do what I ought to do. Because Pastor was saying in one of the messages, you say you're strong and, you, and you're saying you're strong and, and then you're not doing anything. You're not strong. So I, I, I'll just you know, stand up from my bed and do what I ought to do. I'll be feeling the headache and I'll still be fasting. <laughs> I said, this body, you must, you must be subjected to what I want you to do. You, you're not the one in charge. You know? And God has been faithful. My mom just blessed me. She's just blessing me. You know, when your mom is blessing you, it's, it's amazing. And my dad, my dad lost me so much, you know, and so many other things God has done for me. I want to thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for, for being so such an inspiration to me. It's, you don't know how much I love you, but I'm, I'm saying it right now. I, I love you a lot, and thank you for leading me right. God bless you. And the esteemed co-host, you are so amazing. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you so much, esteemed sister. Jasmine, we love you so much more. And congratulations on your amazing testimonies. Praise God. Sister Esther, prolific, wealthy. Can you unmute and share your testimony? Okay, Sister Abodase, over to you. Thank you, Ma. Good morning, Ma. Good morning. Good, Good morning. afternoon. Good evening, family. Um, thank you, Ma, for the opportunity to share my testimony. Okay, so my testimony is from the when we're reading the book the power of tongues. So I remember the Thursday where we read um, why we speak in tongues. After the book review that day, it was a very powerful session. And then I went to my room, I sat on my bed and I was with my kids. So I was playing worship music and worship songs and they were singing along. They were singing and I was speaking in tongues. So it was very intense and we could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit with us there. So it went on and on and all of a sudden my hand just went to my back and flung something from my back. I didn't feel anything on my back, but it was like someone took my hand to my back and flung something. And then I told my daughter, I said, something was on my back. She said, ah, mom, maybe it's a cockroach. I said, no, it's not a cockroach because it didn't wrap itself around my finger. When I, went, I took my hand to my back and I knew it's not. So we checked 
um, where I had flung the thing to, I saw a big centipede. I think this centipede, I was like, how did it get here? How did it even climb the bed? How did it climb my back? I didn't, that, I did not feel it. So, and she said something very striking. She said, oh, mommy, it's because you were speaking in tongues. So, so it's not, um, the testimony is not that. A centipede climbed my back. It was what happened, what the Holy Spirit did by taking my hand spontaneously to my back and flinging it off before I could even feel it. So, and the Holy Spirit was saying, yes, I wanted to show you what I do for you, not just physically, but when you speak in tongues, there are a lot of things that I do for you in the realm of the spirit. I'm very grateful for that experience and I'm very grateful for the knowledge I'm acquiring from this journey. Thank you so much, Ma. Thank you, Ma. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amazing. <laughs> things that the holy ghost does for us <laughs> this one just showed you so many things we thank god for your life sister Lerato. thank you so much Ma, for the opportunity good morning good afternoon um and good evening wherever we are um my testimony <clears throat> is in the area of my finances um so, you know, be, since beginning of the year, um, um, Sister Maka has been, you know, um, admonishing us and, you know, urging us that in this year, you must not give, you must not miss giving your first fruit. And um, I remember actually since last year, <clears throat> since last year, um, and I remember I had made up my mind that through well, the past years, what I've been doing is that. I would give my first fruit, but it, it wasn't like the complete first fruit. You know, I would just give a portion of it and whatnot. And, you know, would say, okay, I would just give it in stages and whatnot and whatnot. But in this year, from last year, I had made up my mind that, you know what, I'm going to do something different. Um, and, you know, when this year came, I was very ready. And I can confident, you know, I can confidently say that on the Sunday of, I believe it was the 25th or the 27th day, we had our first food service. And I joyfully, joyfully ran to the front to give my first fruit. And I was so happy doing it, you know, and I and, and it didn't, when I was doing it, I didn't even have, you know, these worry to say, ah, I'm giving my whole you know, my whole salary, what am I going to eat? What, what am I going to do this? What am I going? Like there wasn't, you know, any anxiety. There wasn't any concern as to how I would live the rest of the month. And I remember doing um, my word track and um, like the, especially the three scriptures that <clears throat> um, esteemed sister Maka gave us, um, the one from Deuteronomy, um, Psalm, and um, Second Corinthians. I was every day. I was, you know, I was on them. I was on them, and you know, to top it off, to top it all off, I was even using um, the the confessions from the thirty days of the supernatural, and you know, so my bed is actually um, so how my bed is centered is that I've put my bed in such a way that the wall that I'm facing, I've put all um, those thirty days confessions. 
um, the 1000 confessions that we're doing. So every day before I sleep, I see all of them. When I wake up, I see all of them and I'm on them, you know, and in combination of the word drop. So I want to thank, you know, thank God so, so, so much for, you know, the opportunity to even express my faith and thank Sister Maka and this platform that she's created for us, that we're able to, you know, to express the word, you know, to exercise our faith. And, you know, I was just looking just now that um, um, I was just looking uh, back to my messages when I got the invitation um, for this platform. And I realized that actually this week, this past week, it's been a year since I've been, you know, since I've joined um, Inspired by the Word. So I want to thank God that in this past year that I've been to this platform, I have so grown. Brethren, I have so grown. Giving my first fruit has just become so easy. I remember, you know, even the messages from Pastor Bearden. Ah, you know, it, it will inspire you to, to, you think you have done it, but when you listen to Pastor Bearden, you want to even do more. And I remember um, one of the messages, Pastor Bearden was even saying that, you know, um, giving a testimony of how he was giving his first fruit, even uh, in May, in May, he was still giving his first fruit. I got inspired. I was like, ah, no, 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 no. I must do something different this year. And pastor said that if you want God to do something different for you, you also, you must be prepared to do something different. So I want to thank God that in this year of the prolific church, ah, it's going to be, I, I am so going to be so prolific. It's the year of prolific Lerato this year. It is for me. So thank Very God so much church. for the opportunity. <laughs> Maka, I am really, really grateful. I love you. Just like sister, you know, Jasmine said, you don't know. Honestly, they, we're so grateful. We love you, love you, love you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Love you, love you, love you, love you too so much. Praise God. Hallelujah. Prolific in giving. Glory to God. If you want God to do what he hasn't done before, you have to do what you haven't done before. <clears throat> Praise God. Esteem Brother Raphael, you got two minutes. Hallelujah. Shout Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity to share a testimony. I can say it's a thanksgiving and uh, also a testimony. Uh, a lot have been happening here in the UAE, Dubai, and uh, we have these uh, law enforcement agencies. They go around the places, in people's houses, the metros, and many other places, just arresting people for no reason. Whether you have documents, you don't have documents. Especially, they target just on the blacks. Many uh, of Friday here, uh, something happened. Because I use, uh, it is our 28 days of uh, God confession, one of the scriptures I took so much dearly to myself is Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4. I talk about that we have escaped for the corruptions in the world. So I use that word as one of the best, my best confession words that I've escaped all as I play in this uh, beautiful nation. So on that uh, one day, uh, this of Friday, I was one of, with one of my clients because where I worked, I was one of my clients at the restaurant outside. We were just eating there, and uh, I was have about four of these law enforcement agents actually call me for me. And 
and there's there, there's two I, I use my union. I told God, I said my union is secured. Nobody can come to my union. No of them will come to my union. My union, union I've surrounded it with the power of God. And they came and they just stopped. And they said, okay, let let them let let's I was like observing them. See, they talk to themselves, okay, let's let let's leave them when they they are out from the place so we can just hold him. So they said, what they do here, the man, what before you know, they started snapping, 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 calling for their vehicle. Everything was just set. I just look, I said, God, what am I going to do? What is this? I said, okay, it is well. I'm just shaking my, shaking my spirit to hear a word from God and what to do. At the point, God told me, move right now. That's how I told the client, I said, we have to leave this place immediately. That's how I left there immediately. And how I escaped from there. I don't want to say God is faithful and kind. It was just by the power of God that I left there. And that was it. And I've told God that never again sure it will happen. I will never see them and they will never see me because light and darkness do not mean I'm a light. I will walk in light. The gospel have told us we will walk in light. See, we don't have business with the darkness. I'm a, I'm a shadow of the light, I'm not of darkness. So that, therefore, I have no business with them and they have no business with me. So that is it. Thank you so much. Praise God, praise God, praise God. We are never alone. And we have to have confidence in who we are. If you listen to Pastor's messages recently, he reminds us about who we are to show that we're not meshed by the world. There are some things you should not allow. There are some things you should not agree to. Who should be arresting who? Is it not we that should be arresting the world? Praise God. All right, esteemed Pastor Inye, over to you. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Now, um, concerning the confessions, I've shared a testimony with my still co-host exactly a week today, how I, I was marvelously helped of God, praise God. And ever since then, I felt initially that was not part of the confession, but after that, I used it. I felt, mm -mm, I have to add this to my confession. So I added it. Even when we finished doing the 1,000 um, crisis in me, some, I will now do my own extra 500 and marvelously helped of God. Sometimes as I'm even doing crisis in me, I will intervene and say, crisis in me, in me, uh, about me. Therefore, I'm marvelously helped of God. I'm marvelously helped of God means causing great wonder extraordinary you know i would just be imagining that the things that i'm doing they are not you know what you are doing it's not normal things praise god last uh, on sunday um we had mptc last week and i was supposed to work with international delegates now these international delegates they don't have account number some of them they don't live in they've never been to they don't live in nigeria so anything they need is usually cash and we all know what's happening in Nigeria. All the banks, some they are giving 5,000, 20,000, and the ATM queue is not even here. I remember how Brother Martin, Esteem Brother Martins gave her, he went to collect 5,000 from the ATM. Me, I said, ah, it's 5,000. Me, I need million. <laughs> I need money, plenty. So 
before then, my director is a, is a money, um, MD of a bank. So I didn't really think I would need to have issues with cash. I've already sent her a message and told her, my, we need this amount of money because, because of the MBTC, you know. So she read it, she didn't say anything. I just said, mm, she's busy. Sunday now, hmm, that's how I prepare, I can't go there. Like, <laughs> I came for my cash. <laughs> she looked at me like, are you serious right now? She was even telling me of how uh, CBA took all their cash. I said, my man, I said, eh? Are you telling me now that you don't have cash to give me your words? She said, ah, she was telling me, go and look for cash. My mother said, ah, you are telling me to go and look for cash. Where? If you don't have cash, where would like get it from? Any which way, I walked away from her and I got back to the house. As we were preparing for communion service, I sat down and they were already calling me for my hey, You know how they speak their English. Esteem pastor in you. Please, I need to change 100 Ds. I said, my mother, I said, hell, cash, cash. Then that word came to me. I'm marvelously helped of God. I'm marvelously helped of God until I'm strong. I just I say, God, you are helping me. You are helping me. You are helping me. This I have cash. Immediately I said, I said, dear Lord Jesus, thank you. The Holy Spirit dropped somebody in my mind to call. I called the person and the person just gave me an idea. Immediately I just got up, dressed up and went to church. The, I, what the person told me actually, it was not what it is. But from then on, all the events that happened from then on, I had cash of almost more, almost more than a millionaire for all I needed to do. He said I was hot cake. People are calling me everywhere. But when I need cash, even my director asked me, you have cash now? I said, yes, I have cash. It was amazing. It was amazing. Everybody, I, I had more than enough to do what all the challenges I needed to do. On, until I left yesterday, I was giving people cash. I even had enough. So I was thinking, should I not go and bank it back in the bank? Or is uh, it was amazing? Please, right? Oh, yeah, Pastor. Pastor, is asking her whether she should carry the cash back to the bank. We need to arrest her. <laughs> Thank you, Mama, for the opportunity. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you so much. This is you will not see when the heat comes. You will not see when the heat comes. Pastor, I knew they're asking for your address. They want to come and queue and collect cash. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. We are marvelously helped. We are marvelously helped of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, we got six more minutes to end this meeting. Since Sister Bolanli, can you do your testimony in one minute? Okay, but I need to please go ahead and share your testimony. Okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. Um, I was actually battling, battling and share this testimony. I don't know why. So um, it's not connected to the 28 days passage. So it was it's more of um towards the end of last year around December. Um, so how um, the Lord has been telling us that we'll get a lifetime achievement in one year. So prior to that time, I'm trying to make, I'm going to make this as brief as possible. Prior to that time, I had done some, um, some jobs with um, um, a particular client and um, just on a small scale 
things that would crash the prices for him, you know, because he had a startup that was just coming up and they're trying to establish in Nigeria and they didn't have so much money here. So I was doing some job for them. Then, um, so suddenly towards the end of December, around, um, I think, middle, second, third week of December, he, he sent me a message and was asking if I could do, if I had um, some other skills that um, he needed someone to do some job for him. So actually it was something that I just had an idea of. It was around design. I'm not, I'm not really a designer, but I have colleagues around me that do designs. So I had picked one or two. I just told him, yes, that I can do I can't do it. So he said, okay, that he was going to call me after the Christmas holiday. So around 4th of January, he calls and we went on a on a Google Meet and the, we start talking. So I gave me the brief for the job. And you know, after everything, he said, okay, now um how are you going to price prize me? for this, how are you going to build me? What's the cost of this? So it turns out that the job that he's actually wanting me to do for him is not, he, ha, he apparently had another company in the UK that was doing so well and had a lot of money, apart from the one in Nigeria that I knew of. So it was like, don't be afraid, just call any price with your chest. So see me now being modest, I know. I said, I called a particular amount, even the amount I called, I knew it was, um, the amount I called was like twice, the amount I I get paid in my current office. And um, in fact, it's not even up to, it's more than twice because there was a threshold for that. So as I called the amount, he just stopped and he was like, okay, no, um, I'll give you so and so amount. The amount he said he was going to give me was five times more than what I was currently earning. Like it was like three hundred percent more than one what I asked for, you know. So I did not, I did not immediately get the message. I, I just said, "Oh, okay, sir, thank you so very much." It was after the call dropped, I, I now paused. I said, "Wait, though, did this man make a mistake?" So I had to send me a message. I was like, "Sir, sorry, I didn't really get the figure you mentioned." He said it again, and I, I was, I was from then on, I was just speechless. I. I didn't even know how to react. I wasn't sure. I just burst out in tears. I was just crying for the for about 30 minutes. I was just crying and thanking God because I, I did not see that one coming. I did not know God was going to start that early with me this year. I did not even anticipate it interestingly enough, but I think the Lord just gave me like a tip of the iceberg of the things that he had planned for me this, this year. So I'm so grateful to God. Thank you so much, man. Glory, <clears throat> glory to God, hallelujah. Hey, now you didn't negotiate, now them they dash you money. Oh, yeah, now glory to God. I'm marvelously helped of the Lord, and you know, the Lord is helping in that possessing of inheritance this month. So, have confidence in the help that's coming from the Lord by the Spirit of God. Praise God. And I think that at this moment, we can call it a day. We'll take more testimonies in the course of the week. Thank you to everyone who shared the testimony. And thank you to you all family for joining today's devotion. Can we unmute our mics and share the benediction? 
and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, 